0: Live Bar. on the Freak Radio Network Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios Driven by General Tire It's Speed Breaks, Motorsports Radio Redefined With Kenny Sargent
1: Beijing Dr. Douchebag
0: Crash Gladys Get in crash position And Statman Don't overdrive
2: the car Here's the
3: Freak coming off Freak
4: Nation, uh, we all hoped we would get a race in, right? We we thought we were going to get a race in, uh, but it didn't happen. Crasher, Statman had all his. Oh, this we pop- got
5: racing in this weekend. Ah, Mexico City Epre. Got it. NASCAR trucks went off on Friday. Ah. Saturday was the Xfinity race, and then of course Supercross across the state. Kenny, there's plenty of racing this weekend. What are oh, you
4: talking about? Okay, we had hoped to get the NASCAR. Kickoff going, also known as the Daytona 500 Crash Gladys. that little thing? Yeah, that little thing. Uh, Statman had about 16 gallons of popcorn ready to go and some some cognac, but holy smokes, Statman, it uh, just didn't work out, did it?
6: Popcorn and cognac. I've never heard the combination before. Have you come up with something new? popcorn flavored cognac is that what you're going for
4: listen you've had jelly belly jelly beans before they got more damn tastes and samples i guarantee guaranteed there's got to be a cognac popcorn jelly bean out there come on damn it a, a cognac
6: jelly bean
4: <laughs> if
6: if there's if there wasn't one 2 minutes ago there'll be yeah. one 2 minutes from now
4: <laughs> cuz you know how Way back in the day when Reese's, one of the, one of, one of their, not first commercials, but a commercial I remember was how accidentally a Hershey's bar or a chocolate bar fell into the peanut butter. And that's how they came up with Reese's. What happens if cognac bottle spills into the, the, bowl of popcorn and you, there you go. Holy well, shit. That's, that's
7: what they tell them. The-
6: that's what they tell the baby candy bars, to clean it up. Baby that's not exactly the way it happens. But, yeah, that's what they that's what they say for general consumption.
4: Well, the deal is, Freak Nation, 4 o'clock Eastern and, of course, 1 o'clock Pacific tomorrow on President's Day, we will have the 2020 version of the Daytona 500. Too much rain going on. Uh, didn't see this coming. A lot of folks didn't see this coming. I'm getting crushed a little bit on Twitter that uh I responded to our poll today, Crasher, at, at okay. Speed Freaks on Twitter. Um which team owner will win win the race? We had Stuart Haas Racing, mm-hmm. we had Hendrick Motorsports, we had Joe Gibbs racing, and then other. My response was rain question mark. And Oh by- wait,
5: but you did that as the sky was blue yes. above the track
4: mm-hmm. So, when
5: drivers like Brendan Gaughan were doing backflips or at least back handsprings out of their trucks true. right on the start-finish line. Okay,
4: yeah, So I'll, I'll take gotcha. responsibility for that for sure. Idiot. At Speed Freaks on Twitter, Crasher mentioned Brendan Gaughan. Brendan Gaughan should be joining us in about nine minutes here in the Freak Nation. Also coming up, Clinton Boyer will be in here. Alex Bowman will be here and Crasher, a dude who we've known for 9 years now. I don't, Statman, I'm curious if you were was Statman with this Crasher when we met uh Oh, do
5: you re- Okay, there was a PR guy first name Russell. I, hopefully that'll give you Well, okay, Russell Stratton. I, I yeah. guess I can give his name. Up. He was walking around with Adam Ciencerillo at an outdoor event. And Adam was only thirteen years old.
4: You sure? No, hold on. You sure it was outdoor? Or wasn't uh, Anaheim Supercross?
5: Yeah, you know what? You're right. I thought. Well, maybe it was outside of the Anaheim <laughs> Supercross. I remember being outside. Don't remember where though. But I just remember standing in this little huddle and Russell saying, "You've got to meet this guy. He's the future of Supercross." and well lo and behold this guy's now top five in points he's the only other guy that led laps besides your leader your winner last night eli tomac so yeah and this is his rookie year in the 450s not too shabby
4: stat man do you remember meeting adam
6: cincerello i don't remember meeting him but it seems like i remember meeting a a kid that was 13 years old and told that he was going to be the future i i kind of remember that but i don't remember the name i would have I would have remembered a name like Cian Cirillo unless he was introduced as A.C.
4: (laughs) Adam Cian Cirillo and, you know, the other dude who we were introduced to, was it P.R.I.?
5: Oh, goodness. Yeah, go.
4: Alexander Rossi. Alexander
5: Rossi. That's yes, right.
4: Yes. Yep.
5: His parents. I remember Rossi's parents coming up to us. Hey, we're really hoping you can support our kid as he goes overseas to
4: what F four yeah, or something. To
5: climb up the ranks to Formula One. Uh, oh yeah, I've seen your press releases. Yeah, go in- ahead. Put it, add us to your list.
4: Eighty five hundred winner later. Uh, <laughs> coming up, we're going to reset with some affiliates. Get some crash status. Pit in a note. Pit news and notes.
0: Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
5: The Freaks. Real quick, Kenny, before you bring in all the affiliates here into the Freak Nation a Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, we also, we just had a conversation about who we met way, well before they became big in motorsports. We also met Bev and Danica Patrick in the pit lane mm-hmm. of Fontana, California Speedway, way before, this was like 2001, way before. She ever even got in an Indy car.
4: Yeah, she came up to you, and, yeah, the, the rest is freaking history.
5: Yeah, it's girl conversation. I like your sweatshirt. Where'd you get it? Mm-hmm. Oh, hi, I'm Danica Patrick. I'm, I'm looking for, I'm passing out my resume. Oh, really?
4: It happened, Freak Nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Thanks to our friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com. Find the tire for your righteous ride. Big, fat SUV. What about a big old Ford, two f- no, yep, F-250 or Silverado? Dodge Ram. Ram. Make sure you're rolling on General Tires, and the bad boy. Coming up in moments, Brendan Gaughan, NASCAR star, on his retirement tour. He'll be joining us by First Crasher, pit News and Notes.
5: Most racing this weekend was in that great state of Florida. Did it happen in Florida? Yes, mostly does. Starting with Supercross on Saturday night in Tampa, in the 250s. This was a tricky track, a big sand section that was fooling people all night, but Shane McElrath led every single lap in the light series to take the win. In the 450s, it was a little different. You've got Freezy taking the whole shot, then Adam Stanserillo, who you will hear from later on in this show. He led the next 10 laps, but then in that sand section, Eli Tomac made a pretty gutsy move and passed Adam, and well, the rest is history. Eli Tomac with the win, and now he takes over the points lead. Not everything was a rain out in Daytona, either. The trucks... That was Friday night, won by Grant Enfinger. Xfinity Series won by Noah Gregson, his first win in the Xfinity Series, by the way, driving for Dale Earnhardt Jr. And get this, it's Dale's seventh win at Daytona with seven different drivers. The Cup Series, though, yep, Rain won the day. Actually, though, if you're a social media junkie like most of us are, IndyCar driver Joseph Newgarden won the day with his sense of humor. And before anyone tried to get mad at him for poking fun at the delays in Daytona, he did remind his following audience that... He enjoys all racing, and he does want to drive at Daytona one day in a cup car. By the way, 20 laps were able to get in the books. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. leading every single one of them. The postponed race, 4 o'clock tomorrow. On Friday, it was precisely 100 days out from this year's Indy 500, and Roger Penske laid out a ton of Indy improvements. We'll talk about those coming up in the show. You boys in your bathrooms, you'll be excited.
4: Bam! Coming up, Brendan Gone, friend of the Freak Nation. And actually, part of our 20 year history. We're joining us coming up next, P3 Pitts and the Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Well, it's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and, of course, rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged style to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your Anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with speed freaks since 2001.
8: You're MAV-TV.
0: You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
4: freak nation do what smart folks do head over to your favorite auto parts store today AutoZone, o'reilly auto parts napa advance i can go on and on check out the line of lucas oil products to keep your ride on the road or just check them out at lucasoil.com it's lucasoil.com proud partners the freak nation for 20 years go to lucasoil.com We've come
2: a long, long way
4: you know this is a fitting song for our next guest called praise you but one of the lines in here is a long long way together and coming up in june we've been talking about this for damn near a year uh, we celebrate 20 years of the freak nation so many things have happened in those 20 years but one thing that hasn't happened well one thing that continues to happen is that well this guy and the three of us are still on the planet <laughs> uh, but after i saw that uh, backflip today out of uh, that truck at Daytona, Brendan, gone. Uh, you still have it in you there, Holmes. <laughs> well,
9: l- listen, I'm honored to, to hopefully call myself an OG member of the Freak Nation. been a yep. while. I I do remember 20 years ago, California Speedway and a pink Cadillac. I do remember all that. Convertible pink Cadillac, to be exact. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I still got a few. Listen, I may be old and, you know, I'm, I may be the old guy in the field and all, but Listen, I'm still me. I haven't changed all these years. I don't think too much, have I? I mean, no. I'm old, but but I'm not as old as a certain member of the Freak Nation. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, hey, oh. hey. Let's keep it clean
6: over there.
1: <laughs> oh,
9: did I say something about Stat? I, Stat, how would you know I was talking? What? I didn't mean you, that, did I? Keep, let's,
6: let's keep it clean. Let's
9: keep it clean. <laughs> Happy birthday, Stat. You're a giant, oh, partner. Yeah. You're
6: an
7: absolute
9: giant. I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna
6: say tight. something about your jump shot, partner, but I'll take it all back, you know? You can say hey,
9: hey. I was just saying you, a happy birthday. Just listen, one old guy to the other old guy. Happy birthday.
6: Thank, you know, it's, I, and it's,
4: it's, it's deeply
6: deeply appreciated.
4: <laughs> thank you, buddy. Brendan Gunn, NASCAR cup pilot joining us here at the Freak Nation. And let's set the record straight. Is this a NASCAR retirement tour for good or will there be shots that races that you'll take shots at coming in the coming years, Brendan?
9: No, but look, I retired three years ago, guys, and and <laughs> you know, you guys knew that when I when I got done, and I didn't expect to even have these races. I said I was done full time and if anybody wanted me, you know, I'd go play and this and that. Um and then the Beard Oil family came in the Beard Motorsports team, and I mean, gave me a a, a, a kind of a, a second chance at life a little bit, and really have had a great time with these folks. They're awesome. They've they've just made they've given me such an opportunity that I didn't expect. But this is the last hurrah. Um, I, I'm, I'm I'm happy. I I'm busy as heck. I got my businesses. I got my kids. I got all this stuff going on. And you know what? The new Cup car doesn't. I just I'm an old dog. I don't need to learn a new trick, so I am more than happy to go BMX racing with the boys and and do the stuff that that is the next chapter type thing. So this is the retirement. You won't be you won't be seeing me interloping anymore.
5: Yeah, I saw something about you being a Justice Brothers distributor. So yeah, is it BMX bikes or is it going to be off road trucks?
9: Well, I you know I won the Baja Thousand this year, mm-hmm. so I got and and I'm a buggy dork. I'm a traditionalist. I'm an old buggy dork so I still I got my class one and we'll be running the class one of course we have JB on there and I'll be running the boys BMX stuff with him trying to keep them guys and Kenny you understand this from the motorcycle side I am working my hardest to keep anything with compression away from my children Stock or motor so if I can stay in BMX for the next 10 years I will be very very happy now the chances of that Zero, but I'm trying hard.
4: Brendan, listen. If you if you if those kids get anywhere near a half pipe, they're going to be going thirty feet above that half pipe, and you're going to wish that they were in a cup car going two hundred ten miles an hour at Daytona. <laughs> you know,
9: oh my 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 oldest boy Michael has been skiing since he was fourteen months old, and yeah, he skis nice. with me everywhere. Like this this kid can flat out ski. He's great in the back bowls of Vale. We're all over the place. He can go anywhere on Vale Mountain with me and ski. I haven't quite took him to the terrain park yet. I'm trying to avoid, I'm trying to teach him old school here, guys. We're BMXing, no motors, we're, we're skiing and no, you know, no half pipes, no terrain parks, trying to teach him old school here. And once again, chances of keeping that zero, but they're nine and seven right now, and I've done okay so far.
5: I can appreciate that, Brendan Gaughan, because that's kind of how we're, we are with my family, all my nieces and nephews. It's like, please, nobody go over to a snowboard. Just stick with the skis. <laughs> stick with the skis.
9: I got one of them that wants to switch over. And I told him, he, as soon as he can ski anywhere on the mountain with me, then he can switch over. And this year, he, I, they, they were looking at tellies. I, I used to telly a lot. And so I'm oh. like, hey, how about you go telemark? Let, let's go telly. Let's free the heel. Free the mind. And he's like, I want to do snowboard. I'm like, Yeah, okay, keep skiing, shut up.
6: <laughs> okay. Brendan gone, freak fave, friend of the freaks, been around for long, long, long time. Conversations that we had at the old Dave and Busters and Ontario, <laughs> wherever it is, over uh, several beers. I don't hear anything about gaming in your future. I hear BMX but no gaming.
9: Isn't there going to be some gaming in your future? No, I've been doing that too, Stop. <clears throat> I'm busy now. I got my, my City Light Shine, you know, my liquor company. The, I'm the first legal distillery in Vegas. Um, lucked my way into a really cool cleaning chemical company. Um, so I got that. And then my dad and I, I love my father. You, you guys have, have met mom and dad over the you know, decades at the tracks and stuff. And the big fella is awesome. Bought it. us dinner yeah, one week night.
4: Uh, bought us dinner one night at at the steakhouse. At
5: South Point, yeah, South Michael's.
4: Point. At,
9: yeah, hell yeah, Michael's. Nope, absolutely. The freaks are always welcome at our place. But Dad and I do better when we don't work near each other. So <laughs> we have we have two casinos in Mesquite, Nevada, and those are kind of my job. Is I uh, I run the Casablanca and the Virgin River with with one of our old partners, the Toadie family, and it's him and I running running the, the Mesquite gaming for us, and I stay away from my dad. And just, uh, you know, he already fired me from, from sponsorship. He likes Daniel Hemrick better than me. So, Hemrick's running two Xfinity races with South Point. <laughs> he fired me. Now we got my nephew. He's got his grandson, Jake, running a 1600 car in the desert. Just He had a great race in the Snore Race this Saturday. And uh, he did so well that Pop Pop finally said, okay, he's allowed to race the Mint in two weeks. So, I've, I've been left behind, man. I got to fend for myself. So, I got to do my own casinos, my own kids. I'm, in, I'm on my own deal now. He, he's dumped me.
5: But what is this thing you're doing, maybe I read it wrong, with Pocono, something about it's a double-down pick. (laughs) I mean, is is that throughout the season? It looks like it's fun, (laughs) and if people can buy into that, that could really be a lot of fun.
9: Yeah, so it's it's for the first 20 races before we get to Pocono, Um, and it was really funny. You know, all the tracks get to pick a driver for their advance to come and do their advance media deal. I'm not on that list because I'm not running full-time. And of course the Mattioli's and the Rose, you know the 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 Igdalski families and I go way back. I've been racing there forever. Love them both to death. And they got down to their second race, and they like you know they, they didn't have any real good drivers they were happy with left. And they said we want Brendan gone. And, and NASCAR was like, uh, he's not on the list. Like, yeah, I know, but can we use him? And they're like, well, we're going to have to ask him. And so what they're doing is every week uh, uh, crash. I am going to – I pick a winner, but we want you to pick the 20th place finisher every week leading up to the Pocono doubleheader races, the first ever doubleheader NASCAR race, which, by the way, five races in a weekend? Come on! Yeah, Are you right. kidding me? <laughs> Arca on one day, Cup and Trucks one day, truck and Xfinity the, or Cup and Xfinity the next day, that's going to be the most um, righteous weekend. You, you guys need to come all the way out there for that, and that'll be a, an amazing time. But the cool thing, why we're doing 20 picks, picking finish pace 20, the second race, the Sunday Cup race, they're inverting the top 20 from finish order. No qualifying. So if you finish 20th, you start first at the second Pocono race on Sunday.
7: (laughs) So that's where
9: the top 20 comes from.
2: Bam.
9: Wow.
6: That's pretty insane. Let's go back to this. That's cool. Yes. Let's go back to this liquor deal, though. (laughs) That's sort of stuck in my head. If you're going to, if you got a liquor license, see, Statman's going for the
5: birthday gift right now. Here it is.
6: Yeah, if you're going to be selling liquor in Las Vegas, you're going to be just huge. I'm going to. Where's the
9: application to work for you? Come on, Stat. Let's go. We're we're hiring right now. We're looking for people. Come on, you get your butt to Vegas, and and the job is yours.
6: My, my. That sounds awful nice, dude. Who needs a a race car that's going to chew up money when you're going to be selling (laughs)
9: booze to South Point? That sounds pretty good to me. It was pretty cool, actually. The guy that my distiller is, and and you guys might remember Mike Dolan was was the head NASCAR truck official for a long time.
4: Absolutely,
9: Mr. Dolan allegedly made moonshine uh <laughs> i don't know i would not know but it, supposedly he knew how to do it and uh, a, a couple of years ago when i was getting close to retirement and he was at 20 something years in nascar and kind of you know thinking of the next chapter we we talked about it we formed a company and we did it in vegas and we have a distillery that right three miles from the south point and we we sell it all over town we uh we do the liquor for the mint for a hundred so the Mint 400 decanters, you know, they've, uh, Matt Martelli and Mad Media, who owns the Mint 400, have brought back the old, uh, uh, decanters that were so famous in the 70s for the Mint. And, uh, I'm honored to say that he uses City Light Shine in the Mint 400 decanters. So that's our liquor that's in those. Um, and it's, it's been fun. It's, 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 it's cost me about as much as a race team to start it, <laughs> but, but it's starting to finally come around. So it's starting to do well.
6: Now, tell me the name
9: again. City, City Light, Light Shine. Shine. Yep. CLS is on the race car, and it's City Light Shine. And uh, we got six different flavors. We're all over Las Vegas. Uh, of course, at the South Point. I mean, you know, please, you know it has to be there.
4: Raspberry, over, salted caramel, Christmas. cherry lemon, yep. blueberry, strawberry. Come on, Stad, get with it, dog. You got a, got some blueberry in there somewhere? Yeah,
9: there's there's a blueberry. That's that's my daddy's favorite. There, stat. You want some blueberry? We got we got the special stash of blueberry with pop.
6: <laughs> just yourself. give me just give me a bottle of blueberry and a straw, dude. And we're we got we got, <laughs> got a I think oh,
9: I Vegas. know a birthday. I know I, I got an easy birthday present. Crash. I'm good. I'm easy.
5: Go. <laughs> wow. Vegas
9: is
4: next weekend
5: at City Lights Shine on Twitter. Yes, give them a follow and ooh, yum. Hey,
4: it's, what are you gonna come out to you, going to? you gonna you gonna come out to Phoenix with uh, your show car and your dispenser for some of this uh, shine?
9: Dispenser. I'm not legal in Arizona, so we will not be bringing CLS down to Arizona right now. Doesn't mean wink, I can't wink. get there. Wink, wink. But uh, we are not at the moment, so maybe wink. one day. And and I still got to get down and see Phoenix and the new track that they got, the the wink. new uh, infield and all that stuff. I really want to see that, but it, it's it's. For right now, we're just Nevada, and we're trying to to take you know make it work and, and get stuff rolling in the right in the direction we know well.
4: Yeah, you know you have a marketing partner with the Freak Nation. We'll be happy to sample your shine, Holmes.
9: <laughs> <laughs> I always appreciate the help from the freaks.
5: Oh yes, and it's much needed help.
4: <laughs> hey Brendan, let's talk a little bit about this. I know we spent ten minutes talking about your your shine, but let's talk about the the, the Daytona race and what wasn't the race and. It was, it's not a full-time ride for you this year. We know we explained that. But from a driver's perspective, do you still get geeked up for this race? And then when the letdown comes with the rain, is it like a big drop in, you know, like like, like come down off a drug or off of a moonshine high?
9: It, it may be for some of the others. But, look, uh, guys, Kenny, I, I, I'm so lucky just to be here. Hmm. I still got a chance. The, the big joke right now has been that you know NASCAR doesn't want me to tire, retire, so they're, they're you know giving me an extra day of racing. Um, you know it's <laughs> it's it's just to me. I'm excited. I got my kids here. It was actually really funny tonight. The torrential downpour. My boys were in the motorhome. They're all alone here. It rained. Fat boy, my bus driver's picking me up. Tatum's <laughs> stuck on the pit box. You know, trying to avoid the rain. we me and my PR person getting soaked. I get a phone call. It's my boys. Going, Daddy, it's raining inside the motorhome. I'm like, oh dear God. I come running back, Kenny, and my boys, my oldest son Michael, looks at me and goes, I got this, Dad. And he's got bowls laid out and red solo cups laid out. And him and his little brother are (laughs) catching the water leaking into the, into the motorhome and they're dumping it in the sink and they're trading bowls as they catch it all. I was, it was so cute. It was unbelievable. So, you know what? To me, it's just another day with family. It's another day down here and, and uh, I'll enjoy every minute of it, even, even if we're not doing what we wanted to do, but I'm still going to enjoy it.
5: That is the number one pick crew of the day. That's amazing. They That's were awesome. So, so
9: My seven year old, and nine year old alone going, Dad, it's raining in the motorhome and we come back and they've got bowls, cups, towels. They've got it spread out so it's not spilling on the carpets and the couches. It was so cute. They had and he looks at me and goes, I got this, Dad. I'm like, Yes, you do, son. Way to go. Kiddo. <laughs> yes, he
10: man. did.
4: Wow. Brendan Gon, Nascar cup pilot joining us here in the Freak Nation, an entrepreneur, as you heard. Earlier, go through the lineage of teams that you raced for, specifically like Roger yeah. Pinsky, things of that nature. Uh, it's I, been a good career it, it's incredible. Some of the teams that you've run for and some of the races you've been a part of. I was going, I was reflecting back to that to that uh last race. It was it st- was it still Homestead and the trucks where someone took a championship away oh, from you? Remember that? It should Linda have been gone. your
5: championship. Yep,
9: we had a lot. Look, uh, you guys have been around for a long We started together with Bill McAlly Racing and the Orleans yes. Racing team. Back in the early 2000s, with our own truck team, our own West program, was fortunate enough to go drive for one of my heroes in life, Roger Penske, and Doug Bobble, the Jasper engine folks. Uh, had Kodak on there for a long time. Um, got to drive for Rusty Wallace. Got to drive for the Jermaine family. You know, spent almost eight years with Richard Childress. Uh, so, I mean, I look, I've been extremely blessed and very lucky to be able to do all these things. And, and, and you know, I, everybody talks, and I mean, you know my history with playing college football, college basketball. I just, I'm just a lucky kid that just tries to remember how extremely, you know, fortunate I've been. And this is to me just another step along the way. This Mark Beard, I'm telling you, I drove for Roger Penske, I drove for Richard Childress, Rusty, the Beard family, Beard Motorsports. I'm having more fun with them than I have, I can, I think I've had since I ran my own race team. These guys are amazing. I'm having so much. Kenny, this is a family that, like, we've got one employee. They're from Mount Pleasant, Michigan. They've never made a race ever. And they're just like, this is the greatest thing ever. They think this is so cool that it's – it's. They're, it, it doesn't happen in this sport anymore. So I'm, I'm having the most fun with the Beard family. It's so cool.
6: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we go any further, I want to drop it in here that you just – mentioned casually in passing playing college basketball that's not just college basketball that's georgetown at the peak mm-hmm. that's john thompson at the peak that's Allen iverson at the peak you played more than college basketball dude you were among the best college basketball players in the country
5: oh but step man a- drivers aren't athletes come on don't oh, yeah. don't be saying this
9: Hey, listen! Even my old butt was able to get out of that truck the way I did today. I've I've been doing that for twenty years down here, and, and nobody really paid attention until I gained a lot of weight, and they go, "Hey, look, fat kid trying to do gymnastics." So, Stan, uh, I had a I had a lot of fun there too. Like I said, been very lucky. But I got to play for one of the greatest human beings alive, John Thompson. Still a, a huge influence in my life, and absolutely, I thank God every day that I got I got put on. You know. That I went to Georgetown. I got put with Coach Thompson because if it wasn't for him, I would definitely not be who I am today. But still wear my Georgetown jersey under my fire suit. <laughs> still right. still got right. it That's on right. and still do it. And, and you know, uh, uh, right now my Hoyas could use me. They're down to like seven players. My, my, my yeah. poor squad there. They beat Butler, 19th break Butler yesterday with three kids that played 40 minutes. You know how much grit these kids are showing right now? Two starters out with injury, two starters got thrown off the team, two I mean, we, we're down to seven bodies literally that are playing in this game. And and it's phenomenal what they're doing. I'm so proud of Coach Ewing and Mahoyas that it's So are we
6: gonna see City Light shine on the Georgetown jerseys anytime soon?
9: <laughs> yeah. I don't Freak. think we're I don't think we're gonna we're gonna get away with that one anytime soon. That one might be a, a long term goal, but you know what? You, you're going to see Brendan Gone still with a Georgetown jersey hanging at games whenever I can.
4: Bam, Brendan Gone, a great follow on Twitter. More importantly, man, just a good dude over the last 20 years here in the Freak Nation. Uh, we'll uh, oh, we'll again stay in touch about the shine. We'll be happy to help you promote it, my friend.
9: I appreciate it. I love you guys. Appreciate you having me on. Happy birthday, Stat. And uh, enjoy the Daytona 500 on a Monday. See you You're again. a giant partner. Listen, Don't take it. I win this, baby. Tomorrow. We're dropping the mic. I yep. win it. We're dropping the mic, Stat. <laughs> I'm not even doing the other three races. I'm done. So let's get the W
4: and call it a career. Right. You heard it here. what I'm talking about. Thanks, B. Thanks, guys. Brendan, gone here in the Freak Nation. I wow, the it. flood of memories is incredible. Can you? Can you believe
6: the conversations and the beer that's, that all of us have drank together? Wow. I,
4: it's nuts. Good evening, my fellow citizens. Good to provide guidance
6: to mankind. TV guys made a big thing about the celebration antics of Noah Gregson. He won the Xfinity race at Daytona Saturday. It was a popular victory with Gregson driving for Junior Motorsports and coming from behind to get the close win in the final five laps. It was his first major win in NASCAR, and he made a big deal throwing his water bottle into the crowd, or at least trying several times. Then he slid across the hood of his race car, Dukes of Hazard style, and waved repeatedly at the crowd standing on the roof. This was all after the usual burnouts and spinning in the grass. The genuine glee at a win was refreshing. The sparse crowd must have appreciated the demonstration as well. They stayed and cheered for a driver who looked like he actually was satisfied with something. Who knows if Gregson will win again, but he was happy with this one. And that might bring back fans to buy a ticket or watch on television. And that would be a massive win starting the season for NASCAR. Peace.
0: Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
2: A little story about Boost Mobile. Davis, I am feeling pain. What, your dog died? Your girlfriend left you. No. The pain I'm feeling is having an old smartphone. Mm
7: Mm-hmm.
2: That's why I switched to Boost Mobile and got four free phones for $25 per line. Well, I didn't
0: without boost mobile i got an old phone it makes my life sad i feel so alone i'm switching to boost getting four phones for free your samsung galaxy is for my whole family
10: switch to boost mobile and get four lines for 25 dollars per line per month with unlimited data and four free samsung galaxy a20 phones all on our super reliable super fast network step up with boost mobile New customers only. Limited time offer while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Customers who use more than 35 gigabytes of data during a billing cycle will be deprioritized during times of network congestion. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See boostmobile.com or retailer for full details.
3: 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780.
4: Coming up next, Freak Nation, you don't want to miss this one. Clint Boyer, Unplugged. Next, Speed Freaks Spitz, Lucas Hole Studios. It's over.
0: Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, rated 5.
1: Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, twenty-four-seven motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave disbane hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit LucasOilRacingTV.
4: Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. With the freaks, and been looking forward to this interview. His name is Clint Boyer, brother number fourteen NASCAR Cup car, getting set for the Daytona Five Hundred, and of course you will be able to see him out here for the Fan Shield Five Hundred at Phoenix Raceway. I'm, I'm told we got him. We don't have him, uh, Clint. Yo, old, old man, are you there? Hello. Come on, Dad. What the what the hell's going on? Dad. Hey, there you are. What are you doing?
12: <laughs> Where
4: the hell are you guys good? Right. Wish I was I'm in Miami with here.
12: you. Uh, hello. <laughs> Oh, hello? Then, unfortunately, the first voice I heard was Kenny's. I was like, please be trash. Please be trash.
5: I was only in your dreams in Miami. That's all.
12: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Guys, why the hell aren't you in Daytona? I have to talk to you on a radio call, a phone call? Uh, It's Daytona. I know it. What you? What race show is this? Not in Daytona. It's we a were, Daytona 500.
5: We were there last weekend, but our our daughter's schedule did not allow you know, us this weekend.
12: You stand for the clash? It's like somebody asking me, and I couldn't believe this, but the most asked question at the Super Bowl to me, a Chiefs fan, was, "Hey man, are you staying for the game? What the hell kind of question is that? Who goes to the Super Bowl and doesn't stay for the Super Bowl?
4: <laughs> that, of course, is the voice of. Cup star Clint Boyer joining us here in the Freak Nation.
5: Sorry, and, we weren't at the Daytona 500 this weekend.
4: Uh, So, so yeah. Clint Boyer joining us here in the Freak Nation. What?
12: You guys made the clash. Boy, that was an exciting one. Yeah. Five of us finished.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
12: Guess what? I was one of them.
5: That's good. That's good.
12: I know. I told him one more restart. And we got him. We're going to win this one by default.
4: Could we have, during the clash, or the crash, however you want to refer to it, could could we have aired what you were saying with your spotter? I mean, were you MFing uh, what was going on in front of you or behind you?
12: I, there's a good chance at it, bud. I mean, I know we haven't met before when uh, quit. You know, sarcasm is, is probably not one of my strong suits. Usually don't go there. You know, Kenny.
5: <laughs> Got it.
4: Well stated. Appreciate that.
12: Yeah. Yes, that was probably me, King. Yep. Yep. I would say I will own that. That would have been me on the radio, and 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 my spotter. I don't know if you guys have ever had him on the radio, but you need him. He's a good one.
4: We'll work on that, Clint Boyer. Why is it that I am a better father than you? Oh, what?
12: You're not, bud. I don't even know where that comment came from. <laughs> I'm pretty pretty proud of my father, isn't? We uh, I, And, by the way, I earned it this week. I, I took my kids to Disney World. What did you do this week for your kids?
4: I took my kids to school where they belong, Clint Boyer. Oh,
12: stop it! We were, so now this is a competition. When you get home tonight, you ask them if, if they would have preferred to go to Disney World or to go to school. So a ride from Dad to school or to go to Disney World with Clint? And, and you make sure you get back to me the answer on that, okay? Who we'll had more? F- be the judge of it. You, you can't be the judge. We'll let your kids be the judge of it. We won't even ask mine.
5: Well, we've already know you got your picture taken where she got her picture taken with you at the Phoenix race last year. She's been watching you on TV all week, going, "That's my guy." So I think I already know what her answer is going to be. But who had more fun at Disney World this week, Larson's kids or your kid?
10: Oh
12: my God! I would say you want kid get a it workout It's your credit card. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. It was uh it was a lot of fun. We actually went with the Larsons, you know, Owen and in Cash are good boys in the same age and um you know, it's just it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I tell you, leave it up to a bunch of racers. The funniest story, uh we're sitting here and Allen's a little short for the tech line, so you know, the the deck height was a little off, so we may have wedged him up a little bit and <laughs> And uh, beat the tech inspector. We, we got him in. But then we realized there's probably a reason that they need to be a certain height. Because if you just saw a look on his face when we got on Space Mountain, you'd realize, well, that's why they have a height requirement. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he needs to be a little older.
5: <laughs> okay, then this answers the question perfectly, Clint Boyer. You're talking about Space Mountain with cash. Kenny, last year when we went to Disney World with Henley, forced her... Oh yeah, he forced her on the Tower of Terror, and she about Peter Pants.
12: Oh yeah, the Tower of Terror So, Crash, we, he actually rode that last year at four years old. He was tall enough. So this year going into Disney World, he, he kept telling us, "Man, Tower of Terror, I want to go there. Tower of oh. Terror is gonna be fun." When we get him in there, you know how he kind of goes go through the spooky part of it, right? He yeah. he, grabs my arm, he goes, "Dad, this isn't what I thought it was." I don't know the rabbit, get
5: me out of here. I'm like I was there. dude. The one you wanted to go
12: to. <laughs> Apparently he didn't remember after all.
5: Oh yeah, exactly. Do you have a picture of his face in the falling elevator?
12: We actually have Laura posted some pictures of the kids and, and there was one with uh I don't know what ride we were on, but it was it was frozen with with uh, Audrey Larson, Larson's daughter, and, and then my daughter Presley's in the front, and they were completely freaked out. It was it was a good picture, <laughs> that it, which, by the way, is conveniently you know grasped by that easy arm band. All you do is touch it. Yep, and that's another hundred and fifty seven dollars for a picture. Yeah, that's uh, but it's worth cool. it, right? You lose all your money.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Where did you spend more money, Clint Boyer? The Super Bowl in Miami or Disney World this week in Orlando?
12: You know, you wouldn't believe this, 100% by a long shot, the uh, Disney World in Orlando. Yep.
5: Wow, I'm a little disappointed. I saw your pizza eating competition or whatever the heck that was. and I, Wow, okay.
12: Not even close. Not even measurable. Okay.
4: Did you get a Kansas City Chiefs logo tattooed on your ass or on your leg or your, somewhere on your back?
12: Can, well, can she ask the questions from now on? I feel like you've gotten worse. Your questions are just off the wall anymore. Who the hell? What, what kind of questions? was that? Of course I did.
10: Oh <laughs> <laughs> boy
6: so clint boyer we've talked about fathering a disney world and falling elevators let's get a little bit of racing in here whose idea was it to team you and smoke together in the booth for an
12: xfinity race i know uh eric schultz uh, uh, president uh, uh just come over and we were talking and he's like what? what the hell why did they do that i'm like i don't know <laughs> um
11: you know you never know
12: it's I, I, I hope that we get the uh the fun Tony. Uh you know that's what I love about him. You never know what Tony you're gonna get. So, uh you we'll have a lot of fun with it. You know, when I think about doing those races up there in the booth, hey, it's it's you know, it's fun to bench race and talk about racing and, you know, help tell the story of NASCAR to the fans. I mean it's it's what we do, right? We sit down at the breakfast table, sit down for lunch, sit down for dinner. We're not talking about anything else. We're talking about racing, you know, whether it was a sprint car race or a Live on or cut roots or the community streets. You know, I mean, that's what we do. So, um, fun to go up there and do those. I appreciate the opportunity and Fox will let us do those. But more importantly, to be able to do it with Fox, uh, you know, at Calvadega, I think that's an action packed track. It's, it's fun to, to tell that story, you know, to call that race. So, you know, really am looking forward to that.
5: Clint Boyer joining us here in the Freak Nation, driver of the number 14 for Stuart Haas Racing. And your phone cut off just a little bit, but I think I caught it. You did say. Even bikini racing, we'll talk about. So, let's go there, Clint Boyer. You commentate a bikini race right now. Go.
12: No, you broke it. That was definitely not what I could say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Um, we are definitely, we, Xfinity. I don't know how you got bikini and infinity, but it's, it's uh, uh, looking forward to uh, the Xfinity race in Talladega. Oh, not the bikini race,
5: right? <laughs> I'm yeah. t- you're in Daytona now. Some hot tamales going down the beach. I could see you guys commentating that.
12: Some hot tamales. You, a phone cut off. It's, been, it's gotten cloudy. It's been Jeez. so nice.
0: Now here, 80, 80, 80,
12: 80. It got pretty crummy today. So hopefully this stuff will blow out of here. It's supposed to be. You know, a little 70s, and a little bit of cloud cover tomorrow. So, or Sunday.
4: <laughs> Boyer, six years ago, I put my daughter in your hands, and it was as if I put an atom bomb in your hands. You were holding it like it was about to blow up. But look at you now, there, Dad.
12: I know it's crazy. I couldn't believe you're a Dad. I mean, it's, I, we share the same experience. When you look at me, like, what, what were they thinking? I can't believe they said yes. Um, Oh, it's it's fun, man! It's 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 life changing. You know, you're you're told that, and you told that, and you just until you experience it, it it, you know, it just doesn't register. But certainly, is a lot of fun, and and um, you know, wouldn't trade it for anything.
4: I'm a couple years older than you, but it is cool being a couple. You're going to
12: sell that as a couple?
4: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It It is cool.
12: White, not gray-haired, white-haired since I've owned (laughs) you. A little bit more than a couple,
13: bud.
4: But it is cool being an older father, isn't
12: it? Oh, absolutely. Uh, (laughs) I think you know it is. It is right now. uh, I don't know about graduation. Graduation could be tough. I may need a cane by the time uh, he graduates, and and that could be awkward, uh, slightly, slightly embarrassing. But no, it is a lot of fun. It's it's just it's fun to watch him grow up, you know. And then you see pictures of them as babies and stuff. You you become your parents. You're like. No, I don't want him to grow up. Um, but there, i tell you another funny thing. They're, Cash and Owen are fixing to do their annual Chris Myers interview tomorrow. So we've been practicing here in the motorhome. Who knows what they're going to say. It's going to be epic, so make sure you're watching.
6: So, Clint, how do you practice with toddlers? A sure way to get them to say something is to tell them not to say it.
12: Well, how do you practice? You get your spatula out of it and you know, start practicing. Oh, Cash, oh, how was your winner? what Santa Claus bring you? What did you do at Disney World? What was your favorite ride? Who's Thanks. your dad? You gotta win. How's he gonna win and, and, uh, beat Owen Larson's dad? And then the fight happens and then he's <laughs> gonna find him. Then you just sit back and let him go. That's how you do it. Spatula microphone. Hey, boy,
4: you're anytime my parents grabbed a spatula, is to whip my ass, not to use it as a microphone.
12: But that was, that, that's you, Kenny. Mm-hmm. And, and it looks like they should have hit harder. <laughs> didn't learn the lesson. Find, you mind use the belt. When the belt come out, you better straighten it yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> out.
4: Boyer, uh, good luck this weekend, my friend. We will see you out in Phoenix, buddy. Thanks, guys. Good talk to you. Thank awesome. uh, you. As I told you, i always looking forward to when Clint Boyer lands in the Freak Nation. let back-to-back.
5: Brendan Gone and Clint Boyer. <laughs> We're barely, barely getting any racing in. I mean, I know it was rain delayed today for the Daytona 500, but these interviews are just par for the course with
4: that. It's <laughs> just perfect. Damn. Statman, how many times do we have to say it? Clint Boyer winning the NASCAR championship would be the best thing for NASCAR as an ambassador?
6: Oh, without question. Either him or... Uh, Noah Graxon, if Graxon wins, he'd still be dancing on, his, on this front stretch. I mean, he'd fly back to Daytona just to dance on the start line at Daytona.
4: <laughs> yeah, you touched on that in, in your scat, and that's so true. You watched Noah winning that Xfinity race for Junior Motorsports. That was truly a celebration for his well, his first win in a big boy series like Xfinity, and guys like that—I mean, you, you've got to appreciate it that, that they're not jaded. It's like, oh hell, another trophy. This guy—he should have been wearing the pins at you know 22 years old. And it's—you're
6: absolutely one thousand percent right. The drivers—I won it. I won again. Yeah. So what? But, you know, I mean, they, let me get... Man, I just thought do, we had
5: a top 20 car today, and, yeah, I'd like to thank my sponsors. Yeah. And, yeah <laughs> they no, to I look
6: want at dancing! The you have to look at the car to get the sponsors right. But this kid said, I don't care. I'm having a good time. And, you know, who knows if he'll win again. But he was shaking everybody's hand and hugging everybody, trying to throw his water bottle into the grandstand. That was great.
5: You know either one of these two guys that we just had on Brendan gone or Clint Boyer either one of those guys goes on to win the Daytona 500 tomorrow mm-hmm. we will get a remake of Noah Gregson and then some kegs <laughs> will be rolling into victory lane <laughs> both of those guys would do keg stands and then gone he would flip right off of it
6: <laughs> it'd a- bring some shine he'd bring some he'd bring shine some to shine. NASCAR for sure
4: yeah yes it's if it's winning an Emmy, a Grammy, a, an Oscar, a race, when you just see genuine speeches, impromptu speeches without paper, without a teleprompter, it's just there's something to be said about that, about natural, human, organic reaction, what that does to for other people on the other side, watching someone read a teleprompter, eh, sorry, but a comedian or okay someone not even in the communications business someone like gregson someone like again clinton boyer <laughs> you just can appreciate it much more we're sitting here well in the times it sounds like it flying without a script <laughs> but <laughs> but at the same time you just can appreciate it more stat when it's just so unexpected from time to time, and you just have someone up there with a the natural ability to reach the TV and go watch what the hell I'm about to say and do. Yeah, both of them probably appreciate.
6: We had one station, one mic. They probably had one car, one race. You know, I mean they they can appreciate, and and it's fun when they overcome where they've been.
4: Yeah, it's we can't. Jeez. If we've said it twenty times before, we still haven't said it enough. We'd rather have, frankly, the twentieth finisher in a race if he's going to be, he or she's going to provide more excitement than whoever won the race and has won races twenty times over. Just to hear genuine excitement, and a lot of times it's the personality that wins people over. It's not, look at Kenny Wallace. Oh, yeah. Clint Boyer oh, never Deegan. won a championship. Last week Brian we had Deegan, Brian yeah. Deegan. Yeah, it wasn't even in the yeah. race.
1: <laughs> no.
4: Uh-uh. <laughs> it's a different animal, man, when you have somebody out there that just did uh, go on and on. Uh, Freak Nation, a big second hour coming up. Alex Bowman, Tucson, Arizona native, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. And uh, AC, Adam Cincerella will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Sit number five in your Supercross points, and was one of two riders that led the laps last night in Tampa. It's all coming up second hour of the Freaks.
14: A line. Everybody,
0: Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined.
11: tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just nine ninety
3: five. Eight hundred five eight dollars eight four two five one nine. Eight 800-584-2519. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519.
2: you. Oh.
4: Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. A uh, rainy and wet Daytona 500. A reminder, it will get cranking tomorrow. Well, it is tomorrow on the East Coast right now. It'll get cranking Monday, today.
5: We have another hour until... Oh, that's right.
4: It's it's sorry.
5: midnight on the East Coast.
4: I've lived in Phoenix for damn near seven years. I mm-hmm. still get confused at the time.
5: I know,
4: I know. Uh, okay, Monday, 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific on Fox. You will have the 2020 version of the Daytona 500, again, the Daytona
5: 500,
4: yeah, 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific, the Daytona 500 on Fox. This hour, Alex Bowman, NASCAR Cup star, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Adam Cincerello will be joining us in here. Don't know the name? Well, you should, Supercross fans. This dude's a madman. He is a, I don't want to say prodigy, but. Dude's running for a championship in only his second year. No, his first full-time on a 450. Won the 250 Outdoors last year. Won Las Vegas. The Monster Energy Cup. What do they call it? Monster Cup? I just get, Yeah, Monster Energy right? Cup. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he'll be joining us this hour as well, Freak Nation. At Speed Freaks on Twitter, Facebook, the website, SpeedFreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks. Dot TV, Talk a little bit about Daytona, a little bit more on that stat, Crasher. Uh, when you have a race like that, that uh, is scheduled for a Sunday afternoon, and then moves into a holiday, uh, which will fall into, in so, some areas of the country, into prime time, it ain't that bad. I, I believe it happened, was it three years ago? 2012. twelve. Two thousand. God, was that the...
5: Yeah, that's... Time flies, because it does seem like only a couple of years ago. But, yes, that was the infamous rain-postponed race where Brad Keselowski was tweeting on the backstretch. Right. And it's funny, because they brought that up again today. And then also, Juan Montoya running into the jet dryer. <laughs> oh, my God. Statman laughs because
4: it's his favorite driver.
0: <laughs> Just saying. Oh,
4: how about that stat? You're you're known for okay, you're known for winning some races in Formula 1. You're known for winning some races in IndyCar and a championship, right? Indy 500
5: Crash? even. Yeah. yeah,
4: 500. But in NASCAR, you're known for running into the street cleaner, the air dryer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh. oh.
5: Wonderful I will have one of those tomorrow.
4: Oh, who knows. But yes, with
5: that rain postponed race in 2012, Yes, the ratings were large when it ran Monday evening. Large. So, yeah, it could happen again. It definitely could happen again.
4: Uh, Suave, I'm going to lean on, on you here for just a second. On our uh, daily show uh, at Kenny and Crash, we put a poll out there. And it's in regards to the Daytona 500 and, of course, the NBA All-Star Game, which is going on right now. We asked a simple question. Who you got? You got the Daytona 500 or you got the NBA All-Star game? Courtside or Victory Lane at Daytona 500?
7: I'm actually kind of surprised at the results here, actually, considering the audience of our local show is different than the national show Speed Freaks. 60% said the Daytona 500 Victory Lane compared to 40% for courtside of the NBA All-Star game. Oh. Oh. Still got twenty one hours to vote too.
5: At Kenny and Craig,
7: I
4: wonder if there there was a lot of thought put into this. And I'm not saying this full fledged sarcastically, because Victory Lane in it's like Victory Lane. It's similar to like the championship of the Final Four, and the championship game being on the court once the. Once the game is over or on the football field for the Super Bowl, being a part of that celebration, being a part of victory lane, if th- that's not as accessible as I mean, you could buy a courtside seat. It's tough to buy uh, a, a game that's celebration true. like that, right?
5: Yeah, you, that's, you, that's very true. Victory lane is typically a place where sponsor reps can go, media, yeah. and team members, and that's about it. Yeah, that's a good point.
4: So 60% there for that. Uh, we're going to reset with some affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Get back with Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes, and Alex Bowman, NASCAR Cup star from Tucson, Arizona. We'll get to him. And Adam Cincerello, Supercross star, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Hold tight.
0: promise to suck less speed freaks motorsports radio redefined the freaks
4: bringing in another round of affiliates here in the freak nation thank you guys for being a part of the freaks on a sunday night lucas oil Studios been doing that for 20 years man stat crash gladys kenny sergeant coming up this hour nascar cup star alex bowman Looking to run the 2020 version of the Daytona 500 tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern on Fox. And Adam Cincerello, Supercross star, will be joining us this hour. Brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, your family a favor, your friends. They're rolling in your truck, your SUV. Make sure you're rolling on General Tires. Tires for the Freak Nation. Go to GeneralTire.com or your favorite tire leader. Big go tire, tire pro, discount tire. GeneralTire, GeneralTire.com. Crasher.
5: Lots of racing going off in Florida this weekend, and it started with Supercross. Well, no, it actually started with the NASCAR Truck Series on Friday night, but let me start with Supercross Saturday night in Tampa. And it was a tricky track, very slippery on the sandy parts. The 250s, though... Flag to flag, Shane McElrath with the win there. In the 450s, things were a little bit different. Adam Ciancerillo led the first 10 laps, but then was passed by Eli Tomac because of a trick move up high on the berm in the Sandy section, and he went on to lead the next 16 laps and take the win. With the win, Eli Tomac now leads the points. What? The Daytona 500. Not everything was a rainout this weekend. The Truck Series went to Grant Enfinger on Friday night. The Xfinity Series to Noah Gragson. Yes, we just talked about him in the last hour. His dancing up and down Victory Lane because this was his first win in the Xfinity Series, and he was driving for Dale Earnhardt Jr., who, by the way, has won at Daytona seven times now with seven different drivers. Of course, Dale Jr. as the team owner. The Cup Series, though. Rain won the day. Well, if you're actually a social media junkie like most of us are, IndyCar driver Joseph Newgarden won the day with his sense of humor. And before anyone tried to get mad at him for poking fun at the delays in Daytona, Joseph did remind his following audience that he enjoys all racing and he really wants to drive at Daytona one day in a cup car. Very interesting. The second rain delay essentially ended all activities at the track. After just 20 laps in the books, pole sitter Ricky Stenhouse Jr. led each and every one of those 20. And as long as Mama Nature cooperates, the postponed Daytona 500 will go off tomorrow, Monday, at 4 p.m. Eastern. On Friday, when it was precisely 100 days out from this year's Indy 500, Roger Penske laid out several of his Indy improvements, most notably adding $2 million to the race purse. He's also enhancing the track with overall Wi-Fi and 30 new digital video screens. For more of that, go to racer.com.
0: Motorsports Radio, redefined.
4: For over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, and your anywhere. From the aggressive all-terrain performance of the new Grabber ATX to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APT, General Tire's balance excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire helping to keep speed freaks on the road since 2001 car not performing right a dirty fuel system
6: damages gas mileage and even your engine over time but lucas fuel treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system the fuel pump fuel injectors even carburetors and valves as you drive it's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines lucas fuel treatment it works
4: Your Mav TV.
0: You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
4: Coming up in a moment. Alex Bowman driving the 88 Hendrick Motorsports Cup Car. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com to find the right product to keep your ride on the road. Inside your engine, they got it. Outside your engine, got that too. What about inside your car where you sit? They got that. Keep it clean and shiny. What about the exterior of your car? yep, Bam. Lucas Oil Slick Mist. They got it. Go to Lucas dot He's been in the Freak Nation several times, man. Alex Bowman, NASCAR Cup star, joining us here in the Freak Nation. A big week as we get set for the Daytona 500. It's uh, it's a weekday. Are you, does, does your geekdom get jacked up as you get closer to Sunday, or are you just pretty geeked up right now, Alex?
14: Man, I'm ready to go right now. Um, this whole race is so drawn out with qualifying on a sunday then the duels on on thursday more practice and then then going again on sunday so um yeah i'm ready to go we should race the daytona 500 right now um and and just get it on so um looking forward to it man our valvoline camaro has been really fast since we unloaded obviously qualified really well and um it's a daytona 500 I'm i'm ready to go
4: Alex Bowman, Cup Star, joining us here in the Freak Nation, Tucson, Arizona native. Back in the day, when you were hanging out in Tucson, leading up to the weeks, did you follow qualifying in Daytona or were you just doing what other punk kids do, ride their bikes, harassing people?
14: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it used to be so long, it was like a whole month down here, really, mm-hmm. with all the testing and, um, and everything that went on, so um, pretty crazy. I was talking to Kevin Harvick. He's like, I used to own a house down here because we were here so much. So, um, I definitely followed along with all that. It seemed like the whole month up until the 500, and um, spent way more time watching NASCAR than than most of the kids that I was around. But um, glad it all worked out. It uh, it's pretty neat to be here doing. Um, doing what I love, but then then just doing something that I've watched and was such a big fan of as a kid. It's really neat to be doing it now.
5: Driver of the number 88, Alex Bowman, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And it's been forever. I know I'm a traditionalist. I love having the Daytona 500 exactly where it is. But there are many people who, at least in the past, they've wanted to buck the system. Yes, Kenny, I'm looking at you. And move the Daytona 500 to either the end of the season, kind of like the NFL with their Super Bowl. But no, this is what makes NASCAR unique. And having it at the beginning of the season, the Super Bowl to kick things off, there's no way we'd move the Daytona 500 in the future, would we?
14: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's um, it's kind of iconic February moment. You have the Super Bowl and then you have the Daytona 500. So um, it, it's obviously unique to sports starting – with the biggest event of the year um but at the same time it's uh it's what we've done for so long and it's really it's all i've known since i started racing so um just glad to have a shot at it daytona's so unique anybody can come down here and win and um i've been in in low budget cars here i've driven for hendrick motorsports here so obviously coming down here with hms i mean i feel like we have a really great shot at winning uh we've we've run well here in the past um, but really, anybody can come down here and win with the way this race plays out, and uh, hopefully, it's 88 car parked in victory lane on Sunday afternoon.
5: Come <laughs> on, Alex, you've said that before, haven't you?
14: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm actually sitting above victory lane right now, and I'm thinking how great it would be to be down there uh, celebrating. I was down there on uh, on last Sunday for um, for qualifying. They have both the front row cars there. And they had not cleaned up all the Gatorade from the following or the the previous night from the ARCA race victory lane. And I accidentally sat on the wall in my white Valvoline fire suit and sat in a bunch of sticky Gatorade and it ruined my fire suit. So I need some uh, Daytona victory lane redemption for that.
4: Alex Bowman joining us here in the Freak Nation, the 88 Cup car for Hendrick. You had the Bush crash or clash depending on how you look at it how how in the hell is a driver how do you look at that those accidents there with what four or five laps to go it, it was just getting it was out of control
14: yeah for sure i mean we were we were all we saved fuel um we really played a, a hard strategy card there and it didn't end up working uh for us saving fuel all race there and, and not pitting and then when that caution came out, um, when the 18 and the 22 got together, we were like, man, we're back in this. Um, we can come down, get some fuel, put tires on it, and be strong. And then we get in the restart zone, and we all crash, and we're taken out right then and there. So um, pretty crazy end to that race, and, and they just kept crashing and crashing from then on. Um, I wish we wouldn't have got caught up in it. but. That's part of it. That's part of the clash. Um, there's so little risk um, mm-hmm. involved in, in that race, and everybody just goes for it. So it didn't work out for us, but um, the 500 definitely ends up being a different race, uh, so much longer and, and so much different, but uh, we should be really good.
5: Hey, Alex, when you wreck a car, is the last person you want to see team owner Mr. Hendrick?
14: Um, Depends if it was your fault or not. Uh, you know, <laughs> So somebody said something on the plane, um, and what happened was the six and the twenty-four spun their tires in front of us. Um, I checked up and got run over and, and got a bunch of damage. So um, somebody said something on the plane about crashing, and I just pointed at William and said he shouldn't have spun his tires. So um, so I, it wasn't uh, – that one, thankfully, wasn't on me, but I've crashed plenty of them that were my fault. And, and yeah, that's, that's uh, not who you want to see, but – everybody makes mistakes, and, and that stuff happens here in the sport. If you're not crashing, you're not trying hard enough, um, everybody's going to tear up some stuff and, and overstep that line at times. So um, Mr. H is is pretty cool about it. Uh, typically, he's got a, a story about somebody that crashed something way worse than you or, or did something dumb to, uh, to make you feel a little better about yourself, and, and that's the cool part of driving for him.
4: We'll end it with this. With you being the Tucson native, and we've talked about this many times before, how any track in freaking Arizona feels like a home track to you but given the the current situation with phoenix raceway the uh the reconstruction and so forth is this a track that you look forward to getting back to or is it still somewhat iffy for you
14: yeah i look forward to going there um whenever we go there we've been so strong in the past and and almost won there in 16 um last year was pretty miserable We, we ran awful there but going there with this new rules package i'm so excited to get there and and just have a chance to uh to run up front and, and run well, I want to win there more than anywhere else we go, um, regardless of it being the championship race at the end of the year or wherever it falls on the schedule. Uh, Phoenix is always a place that's special to me. Grew up watching races there, whether it was Copper World or, or whatever was going on there. It's, uh, it's where I want to win, and um, we need to make it happen.
4: Manzanita, think about that. People don't even know what Manzanita Raceway or Speedway was or is.
14: Yeah, for sure. I think they park cranes there now, so uh, pretty wild to see a racetrack like that go away. I, I got to run the last night that they raced there, which was, was really special, but um, man, there were so many cool racetracks, and there are still so many cool racetracks in that region. Um, doesn't get a lot of credit for uh, for being a, a big racing area, but there's a lot of really neat places to race out there.
4: Bam. Alex Bowman, the 88 for Team Hedrick joining us here in the Freak Nation. Brother, thanks for doing this. We look forward to see you out here in Phoenix, man.
14: Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a good one.
4: Coming up, Adam Cianciarello, Supercross star, will be joining us in about 15 minutes. There were two drivers that led laps, excuse me, two riders that led laps last (laughs) night in Tampa, Supercross Series 450s, (laughs) and he's one of them. Sitting number five in points, running for a championship, his first full season on the 450. He'll be joining us. Also, Kyle Bush, did he just invent a an energy drink? We explain. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pitch, Lucas Hole Studios.
6: TV Guys made a big thing about the celebration antics of Noah Gragson. He won the Xfinity race at Daytona Saturday. It was a popular victory with Gragson driving for Junior Motorsports and coming from behind to get the close win in the final five laps. It was his first major win in NASCAR, and he made a big deal throwing his water bottle into the crowd, or at least trying several times. Then he slid across the hood of his race car, Dukes of Hazard style, and waved repeatedly at the crowd standing on the roof. This was all after the usual burnouts and spinning in the grass. The genuine glee at a win was refreshing. The sparse crowd must have appreciated the demonstration as well. They stayed and cheered for a driver who looked like he actually was satisfied with something. Who knows if Gregson will win again, but he was happy with this one, and that might bring back fans to buy a ticket or watch on television. And that would be a massive win starting the season for NASCAR. Peace.
2: A little story about Boost Mobile. Mama. Davis, I am feeling pain. What, your dog die? Your girlfriend left you. No. The pain I'm feeling is having an old smartphone.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: That's why I switched to Boost Mobile and got four free phones for $25 per line. Well, I didn't.
0: Without Boost Mobile i got an old phone it makes my life sad i feel so alone i'm switching to boost getting four phones for free yeah samsung galaxy is for my whole family
10: switch to boost mobile and get four lines for 25 dollars per line per month with unlimited data and four free samsung galaxy a20 phones all on our super reliable super fast network step up with boost mobile New customers only. Limited time offer while supplies last. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Customers who use more than 35 gigabytes of data during a billing cycle will be deprioritized during times of network congestion. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See boostmobile.com or retailer for full details.
4: Coming up, Adam Cincirillo, Supercross Star, will be joining us at 40 past the hour. Sitting fifth in points. I'll be honest with you, we started this show an hour and twenty-six minutes ago, and I think the NBA All-Star game, both teams are 152, 152, 157 is the winning score. we will be trying to win this damn game for an hour and a half. it's been it's this has been going on for 20 minutes. Seriously. It's still going on. Don't ask me to explain it. I get it, but it's going to take a little trigonometry and some physics to explain how they came up with 157 as a winning score.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Serious.
4: <laughs> oh, boy. This segment, brought to you by good friends General Tire. Do yourself a favor, man. Go with General Tire on your fine ride. Got a big, fat Silverado, a Ram truck. Yeah, man. Roll on General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com for more information. That's General Tire, babe. Crasher, did you see the story uh, by Jeff Gluck on The Athletic about Kyle Busch doing the taste testing at Daytona with energy drinks?
5: I did not, but I did see a few media members tweeting today their thoughts on Kyle's energy drink. Got it. One in particular said, it was rather tasty. However, it did not give me that energy boost after I drank it. That That's not an actual quote, but that is kind yeah. of what they said.
4: Well, he had a little taste test mm-hmm. uh this week in Daytona. And I need we need to get the residential on with us, Suave. Suave is our residential, and evidently residential millennials <laughs> like to suck them down some energy drinks. Uh in fact you've got one in your hand I'm right now. i drinking one right you now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh okay. Uh what are you drinking right now there, Suave? Uh am I allowed to say the name
7: of it?
5: Sure. Uh, it's Monster.
4: Okay. Yeah.
5: Big Motorsports okay, what, what, sponsor. What, Thank you for supporting Motorsports sponsors.
4: What kind of monster was that?
7: Uh, it's um, cherry juice. Okay. Yeah.
4: Now, you, you vary your taste. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it you could be a Mountain Dew. Uh-huh. It could be a Monster. Uh-huh. Uh, it could be a Rain. Yeah. Right? I like them all. Really? I mean, you like the oh, taste. The you, like, you like Red Bull? Red Bull, yes. Yeah.
7: I don't like the original Red Bull. I like the flavored Red Bull,
4: though. Oh, okay.
7: Like the blue version? Yeah. yeah.
4: Statman, you still doing your Red Bull
6: and vodka days? Uh, In fact, I've got to uh, change the drip on the bottle now. Just while you were talking to him, I was getting another one out of the refrigerator. (laughs) So,
4: Suave, for you, do you look at the dietary... Listings on the back of a energy drink? No.
6: Okay. Taste only. Yeah, don't look at it if you really care.
7: Because
6: <laughs> you may not be hooked on the energy drink. You might be hooked on some of the other chemicals that are in there.
4: So Kyle Bush again, as I said, as we all remember, sponsored by NOS. That's about 12 years, old, 12, 12 years ago. Then at one time by Monster. He's come up with his own energy drink. and He
5: wants to make the energy drink field, for lack of a better
4: word, healthier. Got it. Uh, he teamed up with this guy. Gosh. His last name is Church. I can't think of his first name. He started the Suja drink company and turned it into a hundred billion—excuse me, $100 million company. And he's—they've got some drink formulas coming out, thanks to Bush and his partnership with this dude. I—I didn't know that Monster now owns Nos. By the way, I had no idea about that. Yep.
5: I did not either. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Uh,
4: Rowdy's Punch, Power Punch. Listen, it's formerly Rowdy in this description. If and I'm still trying to figure this out crasher is Bush's energy drink out there for us to to get yet
7: Swallow? Yes, it is on his website though I don't believe okay, so it's available, his I don't believe it's available in retail stores just yet but rowdyenergy.com you can buy all four different flavors of like rowdy
4: oh it's energy. rowdy en- okay God yeah it.
5: so basically what we we could technically do right. is take Rowdy energies well rowdyenergy.com and go with what is it? CityLightShine.com?
4: <laughs>
5: Boom! Mix those together, you got yourself a NASCAR cocktail! A NASCAR or what, cocktail.
6: Might be, what, what might be nicer is to have Rowdy's energy drink go head to head with Speed energy drink, and both of them <laughs> can't get on the shelf, but they might, you know, both of them might have some good taste to them. Does Robbie Gordon
4: still have his Speed energy Yes. Drink? Wow. That's average. what I understand, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not about to knock Red Bull. Red Bull were partners of ours for three or four years. In fact, uh, and that's Stat- the OG. Yeah, Statman and yours truly and Crasher uh, had a damn good time <laughs> in Spain uh, <laughs> on Red Bull's dime. Speaking of, one time it was <laughs> Robbie Gordon. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. And our
5: winners on that trip almost threw up. No, no, no. she did. She did throw up. Yes, because of Robbie Gordon's driving. Robbie Gordon drove us a bunch of us in this van, and <laughs> our winners, our Red Bull winners, for this particular trip for the Dakar Rally, yep, they were in the back, and Robbie was going very fast and around a lot of turns, and we stop at one of the awesome places in Barcelona. She gets out bleh, right in front of a restaurant yeah. window.
4: You're right <laughs> in front of a McDonald's window right. across <laughs> the street from the Ramblas. It yeah.
5: was a McDonald's, that's right.
4: And Now, I'm not saying that these energy drinks make you throw up. All I'm saying is Robbie Gordon can make you throw up.
5: That, right. That's, in that's
4: running through I mean. the streets of Spain. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. So, I mean, what's the what's, – I go back to – I mean, Stat, Stat and I are of age where when you wanted energy, you drank coffee or maybe you stepped outside and – Took a hit of that great fine air in Los Angeles. But some... <laughs> that
1: did not give you energy. <laughs> uh,
4: but for you, Suave, being the residential millennial that you are, wasn't it first Mountain Dew that got you turned on?
7: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was, that was my – I wasn't allowed to have until I was like 13 or 14, like in high school, Yeah, because it had caffeine in it. Mm. But then after that, it just you just get hooked on it because energy drinks are just like soda – and I'd like the taste of soda a lot more than coffee. So,
4: well, according to Kurt Bush, he's had an energy drink every day for the past 13 years. Kurt, excuse Not me, Cobbush, excuse Hi. me, Cobbush, yes, Cobbush. Okay. So, Suave. Well, that explains can... a lot, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Suave, can you come close to that? Have you had an Have you had an energy drink? All of January, every day of January, and sixteen days of February, every day.
7: Yes, because there have been oh multiple gosh. days where I've had more than one. No,
4: it doesn't carry over, bro.
7: So the it averages out <laughs> to at least one a day.
4: Yeah. Jeez. So would you say so? Three hundred sixty-five days in the year <laughs> for twenty nineteen. It averaged out that you had at least one a day.
7: Probably. Yeah, that's awesome. That's my go-to. That's like what I use. That's every, every before every show. That's usually what I'll what I'll do is I'll get an energy drink.
4: You feel the effects of the energy drink? Yeah,
7: yeah, Then I'll crash in about half an hour. But
4: with just one? Yeah. What the hell's going on? <laughs> How do I don't I don't get that? <laughs> I'll go grab me no calorie, no sugar monster at Circle K slam that thing it's the size of a freaking bus and i won't feel it you don't
5: feel a thing no i don't then why do you get it because that's what people used to ask me i don't feel a thing from coffee i don't feel a thing from energy drinks but i truly did like and still do the taste of red bull that's that's why i will drink red bull because i like the taste
4: suave give me the ingredients of your of of the can right now come on
7: uh, there is carbonated water, sugar, glucose, orange juice concentrate, apple juice concentrate, taurine, citric acid, raspberry juice concentrate, guava puree, cherry juice concentrate, sodium citrate, potassium sorbate, preservatate, caffeine, it's... sodium benzoate, <laughs> preservatate, natural flavors, passion fruit, juice concentrate. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
4: Natural flavors? Yeah. yeah what? That, <laughs> that got me. That was way down the
6: list after all of that sugar and concentrate and syrup.
5: And benzoate.
6: Uh, yeah.
4: natural flavors. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, natural sugar flavor, Stats. Mm. Natural <laughs> sugar. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. See there? So that's
7: 160 milligrams of caffeine in a 16-ounce can, in case you're wondering.
4: Damn. That sure sounds like a lot. That <laughs> is bonkers. Freak Nation, his name is Adam Cianciarello. Speaking of, you talk about a series that has numerous energy drink sponsors. That's Supercross. This guy was one of two guys that led laps last night in Tampa in the 450s. And he's sitting number five in points. He joins us next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios.
2: And they old me did not believe it Cause my messed up head says I blew it I don't care cause I'm never gonna quit, not today Cause I found the road and I lost it Seen the edge of it hang hey.
0: Motorsports Radio,
4: redefined. Now what if I told you that the best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? Then grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba.
1: Grab it and hold on tight.
10: <laughs> oh, this is going really well. Yeah, so
11: I guess you've heard then.
10: What? You mean that whole saving money with Geico thing? No.
11: That I'm actually a chess painter.
0: <laughs> Pirate Band 09! Yeah!
5: That was not on the profile.
11: So now you've heard. Geico.
8: Lucas Interior Detail rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information.
5: Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive mud-terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com.
6: Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to
2: the world. It works. You're listening to Speed
0: Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
12: I can't sleep, I can't lie awake. I can't sleep, I plan night. I cry, a cry for help. I try to control
4: myself. You're back with the Freaks, Lucasol Studios. Thank you guys for being a part of this, man. 20 years in the making. 20 years in June we'll be doing this damn thing. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks, therefore, and Facebook at the website, speedfreaks.tv. It's the first time in the Freak Nation for Adam Cianciarello, and Adam... When you broke into the scene, I thought, how in the hell is this guy going to be a hell of a rider with a name that's so difficult for people to say?
13: <laughs> I know, right? It's not its not very catchy. It's definitely a tongue twister. <laughs> I thought the same thing, to be honest.
4: Have any of the riders given you a, a, a nickname instead of trying to pronounce your last name?
13: Everybody just calls me AC. They have, uh, they've called
4: me that since I was
13: uh, probably seven or eight years old, to be honest, so That's how a lot of my competition refers to me as, and a lot of people in the industry in general. So it's a little bit easier.
4: Adam Ciencerello joining us here in the Freak Nation, running your 450s for the Supercross class this year. And it wasn't a surprise for people who followed your career, but for those who follow Supercross and peripheral, somewhat of a surprise that... When you come out, what, you win Las Vegas last year, and you come out and do what you did in Anaheim 1, what about you, man? Has this this result for you, sitting in the top five for 2020, been a surprise for you?
7: Yes
13: and no. I think it's it's hard to kind of know where you're going to be making that jump up to the 450 class. You know, it's, it's a, it really is a different world, and you, growing up being a fan of the sport. Uh, everybody that I've always followed that has made that jump from the 250 to 450 class, you know, other people that uh, careers that I've followed, they've all talked about how much of a transition it is and um, how it can catch you off guard. So I was def- definitely reluctant to call myself a championship contender going into the season. But um, as far as my results so far with a couple podiums and, uh, you know, being top five in points, like you said, not too far out, I, I don't think it's too much of a surprise. Um, especially after able, you know, I was able to get the win at the Monster Energy Cup that we had in October, um, my debut 450 race. So not, not so surprised, but definitely encouraged. You know, I still have a lot of work to do, but it's been fun kind of mixing it up with the guys, you know.
5: Okay. So power is one thing, but. You've made it look easy and I know it's not as easy as what you have made it seem. Making the transition from 250s to 450s. What adjustments, if any, did you really have to make?
13: Yeah, I mean the the adjustments have been difficult I guess from from my perspective, but um I think the work you know, that I've done and uh the preparation, you know, I have both mentally and physically that I've done to to get to this point and then also the team having a you know, my team Kawasaki and Um, Having a lot of really knowledgeable people around me have kind of helped helped me jump that learning curve a little bit, but it's still been, you know, I've basically been preparing my whole life for for this, what I'm doing now, you know, whether it's, um, you know, mentally, physically, I've always tried to kind of see myself in this position, and um, I really believe in, like, as weird as it sounds to some people, like the law of attraction, you know, I've just always seen myself here and being one of the top guys in the world, and you know, all of a sudden here I am and, uh, you know, trying to make the best of it while we got it.
5: Adam, you won the 250 outdoor season last summer. Then of course you won the monster energy cup in Vegas. Now you're sitting top five in the four fifties in points. The difference between the two classes, you seem to be mastering both, but what is the biggest difference? Is it the torque or the power of the bike?
13: It is quite a big difference. I mean, there's, uh, the weight, uh, the power it's, it's interesting because you kind of have to ride the 250 and the 450. You have to ride them differently. On the 250, I was always known as the guy that was kind of hanging it out on the edge, um, being super aggressive and moving around a lot on the bike and, and having the thing having the bike really revved out in the RPMs a lot. And on the 450, I'm, I'm pretty the opposite. There's a lot less movement for me out there. There's a lot less, um, you know, I'm, I'm not as high in the RPM. Uh, you, you generally have to use less throttle because the torque there is so much torque compared to a 250 you know so it's a lot more throttle control and um of course it's heavier so in, in certain situations it makes it a little bit more difficult like going through a whoop section for example um, hitting the kind of the edges and the and the kickers and the whoops when uh, the track gets really broken down towards the end of our uh, end of the race Uh that makes it difficult they're a little bit harder to turn and But at the same time, if you ride them correctly and you know how to kind of adjust your technique to the bike, they can be, uh, you can use everything to your advantage, you know, the torque, the power, the weight, everything. So it's all just kind of fine tuning and it's more of a feel than anything, if that makes sense.
6: Adam Cian Cirillo is in the Speed Freaks pits. He's A.C. in Supercross, top five and 450 points. Adam, you obviously know how to ride these bikes. How long did it take you to get that skill, that confidence to know you're better than the field? Or is there still some part of you that says, I'm in awe of some of those other riders?
13: No, I think I've always had a good... uh, I've kind of been able to... My professional life being a racer and then kind of me just as a human, I feel like I've always had a good balance of, of both of those two, you know? So the human side of me, just the normal kid side of me is like, wow, man, it's super cool to be up here with Ken Rockson and Eli Tomac and, um, you know, all these other champions up here. And then the racer side of me is like, there's no reason why these guys should be better than me. You know, I, that's just the competitive nature in me. And I think I've shown with, with how hard I've been racing so far in the season that I do believe in myself and I do think I'm one of the best guys. So, um, I'm certainly grateful to be up there, but at the same time, I, I'm definitely I'm not settling for, you know, just being up there. I want to win. I want to be the best. So, it is as cool as it is to be up there. I still, I still want to be the best. Like I said,
4: what are you? 22, 20, 21? How old are you? Twenty
13: three. Twenty
4: three. Uh, how old does your body feel Sunday mornings?
13: Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's interesting. Some more than others. Um, I had a a crash a few weekends ago. Um, in Glendale, Arizona, and I, I kinda came down pretty hard on my lower back and spent all night in the hospital and it just turned out to be a bone bruise on my tailbone. But as you can imagine, that is a bad spot to have a bruise. So um the last few weeks I've been walking around a little bit um a little bit more gingerly than I than I'm used to. But um for the most part, I mean, if as far as my program goes, a lot of it is, you know, trying to get my body to feel good you know so i spend uh, most of my time if i'm not training or riding or watching film or getting better in that area i'm um you know doing some type of physical therapy or recovery or sitting in an ice bath or something like that those are the kind of things and sacrifices you have to make to kind of i guess be consistent and be good over the course of the season and, and a career
6: adam what rider did you latch on to when you decided you wanted to ride supercross what rider was your guy
13: or very early in my I guess motocross life you would call it Jeremy McGrath was kind of my biggest influence he's the reason I started riding I it's it's a funny story because nobody in my family r- really rode dirt bikes you know it wasn't it wasn't something passed down to me it was just something I expressed interest in watching you know after watching McGrath on you know ESPN back in the day um, and I ended up getting a bike and, and kind of took from there but it was Jeremy McGrath for a long time until he retired. And then, of course, um, you know, I was a Ricky Carmichael fan. I mean, how could you not be the guy with one in everything? So, um, you know, I think and Chad Reed as well, James Stewart. I mean, there's been a lot of influences for me. But, you know, just uh, always striving to be, I guess, have those characteristics those champions had.
4: You sound like you might be a little old school, and I mean that in a complimentary way, because I'm much old, much older than you. I'm old enough to be your damn dad, but (laughs) come on now, listen. But it was at least for the guys I grew up watching. It was still about winning the outdoor championships, and Supercross was just kind of a sideshow. Well, we see where that's gone, but right. But now, is it still? Is motocross still the championship to win from a rider's standpoint?
13: I mean, I think I think you're going to get different answers from different people with that question. Um, I think supercross is a little bit more on the mainstream side of things these days. I think generally, if you a- had to ask a manufacturer what title they'd rather have you win, they, they'd say supercross every time. I, I'm pretty sure that's um,
4: I, okay. I'll give you that, but from a pure pure riding standpoint, it all started outdoors, bro. <laughs> Yeah,
13: oh, definitely. I mean, it's, that's the, you know, that's the real man's man part of the sport. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. tough. Like you made a comment earlier about how does your body feel Sunday morning? Well, after supercross, it's, you kind of feel like you can, most of the time you feel like you can wake up and, and do it all over again the next day. But outdoors, you feel like you need three weeks off when you wake up Sunday morning. That's just the difference. And, uh, I'll never forget, you know, I, I won quite a few supercross races before I ever, um, sealed the deal on an outdoor win and i remember the first outdoor national i won i it was probably the combined excitement of the last four or five supercrosses i had won before that just because it was so hard and you know you have to do it over two motos and it's hot and you're just physically exhausted it's uh i think there's a little bit more of a proud of yourself aspect um when you're done winning an outdoor than certainly a championship
4: that boy, I knew you had some old soul in you there, man. Yeah. <laughs> AC, thanks for doing this, man. Good luck to you for the rest of the season, partner. Thanks for joining the freaks.
13: Of course. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it.
4: All right, buddy. See ya. All
13: right, later. Not,
4: not
0: much motorsports. motorsports. Not much motorsports. Helio oh. or Helio. No. No. Not, no. not. 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 Well, not only that. Much. Much. Thank you. I love you. And headlining the party. The the douchebags. Blues.
5: Not much motorsports.
0: <laughs> the freaks.
5: Not much motorsports
4: again you gotta say this happy birthday stat man was it a good one it was spectacular
6: especially when my granddaughter called me this morning and we talked for about 15 or 20 minutes And she was looking up stuff on a computer that
4: she didn't understand
6: what I was saying. (laughs) Hall of Fame stuff.
4: Like computer programming type Q&A?
6: Yeah, she's taking a lot of coding classes. And uh, uh, she belongs to a junior engineering organization. She's getting ready to change schools, go to a different high school. She's really excited about that. Jeez,
2: yeah,
4: just,
6: yeah. yeah. Do you hear what no. I just said?
2: Remember the yes. little
6: girl that was born while we were in Long Beach, and uh, she's getting ready to start high school next year, partner.
5: No, mm. no, it's that's, that's No. <laughs> Holy cow!
4: Jeez, As for that, I gotta play some Earth Wind. Why weren't you born in, in September? I mean, February just isn't sexy, man.
5: What are you talking about? Uh,
4: the, the nine months before it was June. That's
6: when uh, right. everybody was getting busy in the heat.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's these months. Yeah, okay. This, these are the get it on months. Yes. It's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. Can't play that song in so many markets now because. These are the
4: get it on months. Yeah. What are the. With climate change, Tons you can play it October. anywhere, Crash. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <What are they? laughs> uh, look it up, Suave. Let's find out. What is the most highly trafficked month for getting down to well, man- manufacture babies?
5: I would say you'd have to track it back to what is the month where most babies are born.
4: Well, well if it's worry, October,
5: what? then you would go back to what? February.
4: Thank you. Welcome. Crash. I didn't need a detailed explanation on people getting down and what was the science behind it.
5: Actually, January. January would equate to October.
4: All right. Uh, it, it is not much Motorsports Freak Nation as we end another stellar edition. Ah, uh-uh, Swabi just got excited. What's the... What's the?
7: I found it. All right. And Crash, you were right about the get-down months. <laughs> August is the overall most popular month for birthdays which makes sense considering a late August birthday means December conception mm. that according
5: to the CDC. Christmas baby.
4: Mm. Yeah.
5: Love your stocking stuffers. Mm. <laughs>
4: Jesus.
12: Stop yeah. asking me package questions. I'm done answering them. Next.
4: <laughs> I was hoping to get to like two or three stories. But... Suddenly you
6: remember. Yeah, there you
4: go. Golly. Do you remember. Oh, Crash. Holy Crash, you're in the Freak Nation.
5: Somebody pressing my boobs or something. Would you stop oh. it?
1: Wow.
12: <laughs>
6: That's an old one. Golly. Oh, Did she did she drink a Red Bull in the last break? Come on. Right?
5: Porn mustache. (laughs) Nope, Kenny's got his Crash soundboard out now. Just having fun.
4: I don't know what you're talking about, Mm. Crash.
5: Off-road racing is sexual.
4: Come on! (laughs) (laughs) I just Crash, you just surprised me. WTF. Yes. You know?
5: I didn't know how could something right. dirty
4: and rocky and muddy and...
6: How can that be sexual, Crash?
5: Because it's... You're tight in some turns. And Press then, the flesh? Okay, Kenny's <laughs> having too much fun right now. And then you come in for a pit stop and you loosen her up. That would be human douche whistle-ish. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. Not much Dumbass, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> in off road racing you come up on the rear of your come up on the rear of the competitor in front of you and then you bang. I a hard. A little girl's room.
4: Our affiliates are going, really? We sign on for this? <laughs> Look, the Daytona five hundred was rained out, so why not? Yeah. Come on. Crash. Guys are so
5: perfect. Slow down. Oh, wow, that's an know old it? one. That's
4: yeah, way old. Yeah, so is this one. Tight rubbers. Yeah, there uh, it is. See?
5: Yeah, and that too. That's also all forms
4: of racing.
5: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Happy birthday, Stat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, partner. Thank yeah. you.
5: Yes, happy, 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 happy birthday.
4: 20 years of birthdays here in the Freak Nation. Shoot the juice to the moose to Stat Man. Cut it loose. See it.
7: You're a shining star. No
0: matter who you are. You're bright to see. That you can truly be but you can do. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio.
12: Redefined.